The Masque of the Red Death by Edgar Allan Poe. The Red Death had long devastated the country. No pestilence had ever been so fatal or so hideous. Blood was its avatar and its seal. The redness and horror of blood. Sharp pains, sudden dizziness, the profuse bleeding at the pores with dissolution. The scarlet stains upon the body and especially upon the face of the victim were the signs that shut him out from aid and from the sympathy of his fellow men. Don't touch him! Don't touch him! Don't touch him! No! Stay away! Don't touch him! Stay away! Stay back! Stay back! Stay back! God have mercy! God have mercy! It's the Red Death! And the whole seizure, progress, and termination of the disease were the incidents of but half an hour. But Prince Prospero was happy and dauntless and sagacious. When his dominions were half depopulated, he summoned to his presence a thousand hale and light-hearted friends. Coachman, stop! Stop now! Oh, hold up there! These were all from among the noblemen, knights and dames of his court. And with these he retired to the deep seclusion of one of his castellated abbeys. There it is, my dear Lenore. It is so enormous. I don't think I have seen so big a structure than this, excepting the mighty cathedral in Cordoba. Prince Prospero is the most wealthy man in the kingdom, my darling. His power will protect us. As God's will. Though they say Prince Prospero has little time for the Almighty. That is not true, Lenore. Prince Prospero fears God as we all do. It's just that he loves life. More than he loves God? Oh, that mind of yours. Coachman, drive on. To Prince Prospero. It is my lord, Eduardo de Valladolid of Frontera. Who are they, Eduardo? They are people, my lady. Prince Prospero's subjects. But they are so thin and filthy and scared. See the rags they wear. The poor will always be with us. Oh, Christ's words to absolve us from. <laughs> Help my child! Help my child! Have you any food? Vermin! Shame on you! Shame on oh, you! Curse you! It's not right! I said get back! Welcome, my lord. You have arrived just in time. In time? For what? You will see, my lord. For what, man? What is it, my lord? I don't know. I can't... Guilty of treason! Sentenced to death with immediate effect! Can I... I wish to... Oh, my God! Lenore, don't look! What have they done to him? He's more blood than... Lenore! 
should never have seen that. No woman should see such things. This is what we were just in time to see, was it, Sergeant? A man hanged from the battlements? No, sir. Who was he? A cook from the kitchen, I believe. He was said to have tried to poison the prince. And why was he... like that? Four hundred lashes, my lord. And then they hanged him. Such cruelty! Is the man who would do this someone whose hospitality we want to receive? We have little choice. Quick, my lord, close your window and cross into the castle. Yeah! My lord Eduardo de Vajer de la Frontera, you are welcome. They send a yeoman to greet me? The prince and his company are feasting. I am to escort you to him directly. And my wife? I see no ladies in waiting. My lord, an unforgivable oversight. A moment. Where has he gone? Please, my dear, wait for assistance. I can disembark a carriage unaided, my lord. I am not in my dotage. Yet. Here. My lord, my lady's servants. Ah, my darling, we can proceed. What is that sound? The smiths, my lady. They are sealing the entrance. I see. So, are we guests? Or are we prisoners? Eduardo? I should like to refresh myself following the rigours of our journey. Yeoman, can you escort us to our chambers? My lord, the prince is most insistent that you join him and his company. And I am most insistent that my wife has time to prepare herself to meet the prince. She... we both wish to show him our utmost respect. But my lord, I have orders to... Damn you! You will show us to our chambers or I shall ensure the prince is made aware of your insolence. Yes, my lord, but... I am fully aware of his insolence. Your Highness, please forgive me. There is nothing to forgive, old friend. What would you have me do with him? Your Highness? This insolent yeoman here. Oh, nothing. He was just doing his job. You are sure? A dozen lashes, maybe? A night in the dungeon? Please, he is a good man. He is far from that, I can assure you, but he is my concern. Yeoman, you are dismissed. I shall show our guests to their quarters. Your Highness. So, my friend, it has been many years, and times have changed for you. Your Highness, may I present Lenore Margarita de Medina Sidonia, now Veje de la Frontera, my wife. Your Highness. Hmm. The wild rumours I have heard of your unsurpassed beauty do not do justice to the actuality of the real thing. <laughs> you flatter me. I do not. I speak the truth. Please. The skin of your hand. So soft. Your Highness, we are travel-soiled from the road and wish to make ourselves presentable to you. Yes, of course. What was I thinking? Please, this way. Your journey was good? It was hardly that, Your Highness. 
death and desolation everywhere. I fear your kingdom is much reduced. In population, yes, for many have also fled. But when this pestilence has passed, the people will return, and they will breed. There were so many at the gate. My lady? Uh, what my wife means is that many had come to beg upon your highness's munificence, of which they no doubt benefited. Having to watch a tortured man hang naked from your battlements. Lenore? No, your wife is correct. It was a severe punishment, maybe even excessive, but necessary in our present circumstances. That man tried to poison his prince. He could not live, and the manner of his death will, I hope, deter any others who entertain similar ideas. If we are to survive this, there can be no breach in the girdle of safety that surrounds us, no untrustworthy individual in our midst, no matter how lowly or elevated. Of course, your highness. Forgive me, your highness. There is nothing to forgive. Extreme times require extreme measures. Measures that at first appear unfamiliar and hard to understand. But our destiny is to survive this catastrophe. Do not be fearful. Your words are most reassuring, your highness. Very well, then. This evening's revels will entertain and relax. I look forward to seeing you then. Your, Your Highness. Highness. So, it is surpassingly luxurious in here, is it not? It is. You do not seem happy, my darling. Do you think we made a mistake, coming here? We had little choice. The pestilence was closing in on our household. The Prince's offer of sanctuary was most gracious. Yes, yes, of course. I am being silly. No, no, not at all. Come, I shall have the servants prepare us a bath. Us? The baths here are uncommonly capacious. Uh, really? <laughs> Yeoman! Your Highness. You played your part well, though I could still have any of those punishments inflicted upon you were circumstances to require it. Of course, Highness, should it please you. What pleases me is Vea de la Frontera's wife. Did you ever see such a beauty? Indeed, Highness. Such pulchritude. Pulchritude? She is a vision. How old is she? Nineteen, I believe. They have been married just one year. A shame she is not a virgin, but I shall have her. Yes, Highness. And you shall help me. I, Your Highness? Yes. Your debt to me is almost paid, Don Jimenez. Do this for me and I shall discharge the balance of what you owe me. You can stop playing the humble yeoman and return to your true knightly role. But, Highness, Eduardo is... Yes, your friend. But not so close that he has even recognised you yet. I am in disguise. <clears throat> and so you shall remain until you find a way for me to pleasure myself with Lady Lenore. Now go. Highness. That night, Eduardo and Lenore attended Prince Prospero's feast in the magnificent main hall of the Abbey. While the rest of the population starved and perished of the pestilence outside, 
Prospero and his guests gorged themselves on game, pork, poultry, and delicacies from across the kingdom and beyond, and drank deeply of the wine from the prince's cellars. So, Eduardo, you finally came. Rodrigo, my friend, how are you? Let me embrace you. It was your missive that finally persuaded us. And not the hundreds of bloodstained victims dying around you? That, too. But your account of the prince's beneficence made it irresistible. And you did not exaggerate. Oh, yes. You have much more to witness. Each night he auctions a slave girl who must spend the night with the highest bidder. That's a contest I shall not be participating in. No, indeed. You have your wife. Such a blessing. Thank you. They say it may be months yet. Let us hope not. I'm not so sure. Life here is most agreeable. I shall be fat as a sow if I eat like this for too many days. But Isabella revels in the excess and debauchery, do you not, dear? As do you, Constanza. How many men have you had since we've arrived? Half as many as you, my dear, for sure. (laughs) You look shocked, Lenore. Do you not find this isolation from the rest of the world liberating? I only arrived here today. I saw people dying and starving outside the walls of this place. And we, inside, oblivious. They are only peasants. They are replaceable. But the Red Death does not make such distinctions. Which is why we are in here, and they, out there. But if we... Hush! The Master of Ceremonies. Ooh! My lords, ladies, gentlemen, and all. Welcome! We've been here for three hours, you fool! (laughs) Indeed. But you have been without the presence of the son of this universe, the man who has made all this possible, and to whom we all owe our lives. Welcome, please, His Highness, Prince (gasps) Prospero! (laughs) Bravo! Welcome, Your Highness! Good evening, my people. Welcome all, and especially welcome those who have newly joined from outside. Your Highness, how well you bow. And your wife, are you sure she is not a blessing but a curse? See how the prince looks at her. One more comment like that and you and I shall fall out. In a few moments, our nightly auction. Master of Ceremonies. And then, a special dance of the dark, devised by the prince himself. Mm. All shall be blindfolded and dance a galliad. As the great clock sounds the eleventh hour, each shall stop with the partner with whom they were dancing. Upon removal of the blindfolds, each man shall ask his partner a question, to which she must answer either yes or no. Ah. (laughs) Prepare your questions carefully and, my ladies, your answers. We do not wish to give offence. And so, to tonight's auction, please bring in the item. 
So, my lords, isn't she a beauty? A rare one, this, with her golden hair. She has been examined by the doctors and is clean and plague-free. And as an additional attraction, the doctors have ascertained that, very unexpectedly, in a girl from the Southern Islands, she is a virgin! No! no. <laughs> Whatever next! Are they going to... Yes, every night. A highlight? But the wives of those who bid. The girl herself. Is this not barbaric? Have you still not realised, Lady Lenore? It is a different world in here. So, who will open the bidding? 50 rail. 100. 200. 400. And this... Sword of finest Toledo steel. I have many such swords, Don Rio. Save it for yourself. You may need it tonight. <laughs> 500. 750. 2,000 rails. 2,000. Any advance on 2,000 rails? That is a hefty sum, Don Rio. I have not tasted a southern virgin in nigh on 40 years. Mm. <laughs> 2,000 once, uh, 2,000 twice. 2,500 rails. Please, your highness, my wife is... Very generous. Is this a gift for your lord? No, it is for me. Mm. <laughs> my lord, the, the auction is not open to those of the fairer sex. Is it not? There is no reason for the preclusion. 2,700 rails. Oh, Lenore, please, this will cause a scandal. I shall not let that old man have that poor child. Uh, madam? 4,000 rails. Lenore! <gasps> this is a mighty sum, my lady. Are you sure you wish to spend it on this? I, we, are very much able to afford it. Don Rio. No whore is worth such a son. Take her. Well done, my lady. She is yours. My lady, what shall I do with, um, with your prize? Take her to our chambers. Give her food. You have created quite a stir, my darling. I hope we... My lord, you have an exceptional consort there. I have never seen such conviction in a woman. Thank you, Your Highness. Most intriguing. We shall dance later, my lady. As you wish, Your Highness. Oh, and do not forget to deposit your payment with my factor. I shall not, Your Highness. I fear this is just the beginning. A word, my lord. Well, Lady Lenore, you are a dark horse indeed. Mm, what other surprises do you have waiting for us? Hmm? <laughs> this light shall not pass an avenge from terror. I do not like to be humiliated. Don Rio, that was not the intention, I assure you. It was, however, the outcome. You are warned. <laughs> So, the dancers are now blindfolded. Change partners every each for sync passe to end at the 11th hour. 
뮤직! He would enjoy it. Well, what can be so urgent that you dragged me from the prince's business? Sir, look. Oh, God. The Red Death. Where did they come from? The air, sir. They just fell in here. Fell? From where? They are not birds. They do not have wings. There, sir. On the wall. It's sliding down. He's in the same condition. Stay here. And so, Lady Lenore, we find ourselves together again. Indeed. And so now I ask you my question. I intend to lie with you, Lady Lenore. It can be a pleasure for both of us. Or just for me. You will decide. Do you agree to my proposition? Your Highness. <gasps> what? I am... Um, what are you doing here? How dare you? Oh, oh! You must come immediately. It is of the utmost urgency. Nothing is more urgent than this. Your Highness, it is a matter of life and death. I swear it. You had better be right, or you shall suffer for it. Make way for His Highness. I see. How did they get here? It was a trebuchet. A trebuchet? They may have made it, Highness. You two, stand off. Yes, yes Your, Highness. Your Highness. Listen, then act quickly. Those two must take the bodies and throw them over the wall. Then issue an edict that no one shall come within two furlongs of the Abbey Wall or we shall open fire on them. Yes, Your Highness. And, when they have finished their task, kill the guards and throw their bodies over also. Yes, Your Highness. Master of Ceremonies, 
Where is everyone? Ah, uh, most people received the answers they hoped for and have retired to their chambers. It was a great success. Damn! And Eduardo de Veja de la Frontera? He has retired with the Lady Lenore. So, she would thus evade me. Master of Ceremonies, tomorrow we will have the masked ball. But, but your highness, it was to be Sunday. The, the preparations are tomorrow. only... Tomorrow! See to it. This is the end of part one. Eduardo and Lenore are now in great danger. Prince Prospero's intentions regarding Lenore are clear. Being the man he is, he will not let the small matter of a husband stand in his way. The couple need to get away from the abbey, sealed up and heavily guarded as it is. Will they make their escape in time? Find out in part two of The Mask of the Red Death. Available soon. In The Mask of the Red Death, Prince Prospero was played by James Sanderson. Eduardo was played by Mitch Howell. Lenore was played by Charlie Clemo. The Yeoman and Don Giacomo Jimenez was played by Richard Antony. The Master of Ceremonies was played by Ben Simpson. Constanza was played by Olivia Chapel. Isabella was played by Maria Louis. The Girl was played by Donnie McGregor. Count Rodrigo was played by Ian Jabay. The Coachman was played by Edmund C. Short. First Guard was played by Edmund C. Short. Second Guard was played by Kevin Oliver Jones. And the narrator is Christopher Naylor, adapted by John Paul Chapel. It was recorded remotely and engineered by Jason Reed. Original music by Jason Reed. The Mask of the Red Death is a Horror Lab production. Produced by John Paul Chapel and Laurel Parker. Directed by Laurel Parker. <laughs>